Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Next week, we are going to be um, taking a look at bicycle polo. I bet there's not a bicycle polo computer game or video game. Until then, have a good night. Chapeau. One Life Left. Welcome to One Life Left. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebury. And in the other hot seat today, we've got... Drum roll. Tom Bramwell. <laughs> You're a hey. gamer's Tom yeah. Bramwell. Thanks for coming in. Ever reliable. Um, the usual lineup can't be here today because... He's drunk in San Francisco. Yeah. Drunk dr- in LA. Drunk in America. Uh, if you've been following Steve Curran's antics on Facebook, uh, then you'll, you'll know that already. If not, then there's a, there's a, there's a decent uh, praise for you. Uh, how are you, Anne? Yes, uh, I'm good. I had trouble getting a bus down here. They're quite slow. Okay. Uh, Tom, how are you? I'm also fine, and I have not been afflicted by buses. Fair enough. What's your favourite uh, form of public transport? Uh, I have no favourite form. I hate them all equally and uh, try to avoid moving as much as possible. Does that mean you like them all equally? I suppose it does. All right, so they're all joint favourites. buses. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also in the studio, we've got a very, very, very special guest. Put your hands together for Christian Peacock. Hello, Christian. Hello. Christian what? Peacock. 
That's not a, that's not a normal accent. <laughs> that's not. No- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm not sure you're allowed to say that. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a warm one life left welcome for you there from Anne. Uh, Christian's flown all the way over from Australia just to come on the show. Just to come on the show. Yeah, just for you guys. Uh, so your your one life left's one Australian listener. I'd say there's at least ten of us. Really, yeah. at least yeah. ten. Uh, so uh, Christian wrote in to us um, in a uh, form of uh, Jim will fix it styley. Said, "Can I be on you? Uh, can I be a guest on the show?" We've had uh, Joe Cornish, yeah, Ian Lee, yeah, Martin Hollis, inventor of Goldeneye, the world's best Street Fighter player, Leo Tan, and now me. What are your credentials, Christian? I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, we've got. Um, I was going to say we've got a, uh, a packed show. Um, I'm not sure it's that. There's four of us. There's four of us. Uh, I was going to say we've got a great show. Uh, we'll be the judge of that. We've got a show that's currently not being recorded uh, <laughs> due to an error in the uh, in the resident studio. So uh, if you're listening out there and uh, you're listening live and you have the ability to record it, please push record now. Uh, we've got four features for you coming up. Some great music uh, and stuff, chat and all the rest of it. Stuff and chat. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the best ever. There we go. Something that uh, all you iTunes listeners potentially uh, won't have heard. So we can say what we like about them, I guess. You can say that we're, we're wonderful because that's how we listen. Well, the iTunes uh, lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's the iTunes lot. Well, well, it's a good job you're here because you, <laughs> you probably won't hear it uh, on iTunes. Okay, uh, so uh, this is One Life Left. Uh, if, you, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, if you're a regular listener, you'll know what happens next. It's the news. It's 7.04 on Monday the 16th of February. I'm Anne Scanthbury and this is the news. Nintendo really does think it's all that. The company has claimed full responsibility for the games industry's growth last year. It's even used figures to back up its boasts, saying that while the industry grew by 150 million US dollars, Nintendo's total sales grew by 300 million US dollars. Following in Nintendo's footsteps, One Life Left would like to take responsibility for the Hudson River landing and that woman who had eight babies. There we go, Nintendo being brilliant news. Uh, Nintendo saying they were being brilliant, brillianter than everybody else. Okay, is that, is that true? Have you, have you looked into how this compares with the other hardware manufacturers? Uh, I looked at the figures. Right. Um, how were they? Uh, good, sexy. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Let's ask Tom. He knows more about figures. Tom. Hi. One Life Left's figure expert. Right, thank you. Is that true? Is what they said true? Uh, d- are Nintendo really saving the games industry? Notice how our newsreader is, uh, is, ask, is seeking independent clarification on air as to whether no, no, her no, story is true. It's asking for sort of colour commentary on, on yeah. an issue of the day, isn't okay. it? Okay. Yeah, back off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you two carry on. Um, uh, uh, are they saving the games industry? Um, I, I don't really know. I mean, I haven't gone around and done all the counting up that they've evidently done. Um, but they're definitely um, raking in the cash still. Um, and they hope that they're able to survive the recession because a lot of people have suggested that the fact that uh, a lot of their uh, consumers are casual gamers or people who are new to gaming might mean that those people are happier to leave it behind very quickly when uh, going gets tough. Um, didn't they say they were going to uh, post losses this year? I don't know how you post a loss, <laughs> um, presumably through the Royal Mail. Um, but sort of IOUs. Yeah. 
so that's not great. If Nintendo, great. the one who carried everyone through last year, is going to... Tough make... times ahead, potentially. Uh, Christian, what's, uh, what's the most popular console in Australia? Probably the Wii. Probably? Well, not with us, but with most people. Yeah. Who, who are us? The One like, Life Left crew? Yeah, yeah, all ten of us. Yeah. Okay, right. How many people play games in Australia? Uh, probably about 20. So we've got ten to convert. Okay, let's do it. Gears of War writer Joshua Ortega has been left mildly embarrassed after a public smackdown by Epic's Mark Rain. The writer spoke about the long-term future of the game, discussing its 10-year plan, only for Dream Shatterer Mark to come stomping in saying there is no 10-year plan. He says games can't be planned that far in advance. Well, Mark, it seems game planning and dream crushing are both things you like to do without much advanced planning. Ooh. A spat. Yeah. That's, uh... That's unlike the games industry. So unlike the games industry. Well, Mark, Mark Rain's just quite um, effusive with his uh, with praise, and, and when he's um, when he's saying something that he's disagreeing with somebody, he's generally quite loud and, and um, boorish about it. He's a very nice man, but he's loud, and uh, he probably didn't mean to be rude. He just wanted to um, specify. He speaks in all caps, does he? Yeah, absolutely. Can you do an impression of him? I wouldn't dare. Um, <laughs> I, I can tell you um, that the last time I saw him was at um, the GamesIndustry.biz summer party a couple of years ago where he marched up to the reception area um, and uh, stomped, stamped his hands on the, on the desk and said, Show me where the beer is! Wow. Wow, he's a man. <laughs> yeah. Did the receptionist know who he was? No, nobody knew who he was. Um, but, but once we established, uh, we showed him where the beer was. I love the idea of him marching up to uh, the reception desk, putting his hands on and being stuck on the cover, <laughs> not being able to break away. You play Gears of War, uh, Christian? Yes. And what's the Australian view on Gears of War? That it's good. <laughs> Follow, falling in line with the rest of the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we pretty much do. We get everything about a week or a year later. Okay, just one, 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 one or the other. Yeah, depends. Okay. Depends whether or not you're rock band, I think. Right, uh, we're not rock band, certainly. Uh, <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, certainly not. Um, and uh, any chance of this, uh, this being resolved soon, Anne? Uh, well, I guess since the writer is probably being employed by them, um, I should imagine it's whatever Mark Rain decides will happen. Okay, we'll keep us posted. Yeah. Is that publisher in the window, the one that publishes such games as Tomb Raider and Hitman? £84.3 million, it would seem. IDOS has joined the swathe of hard-done-by banks and businesses pritting themselves up, hoping to be rescued by a knight in shining armour. Luckily, this tale has a happy ending, and the knight in question is Square Enix, and One Life Left thinks they make a lovely couple. It's a romantic story for, yep. the, for the week of love. For the week of love. Do we think they make a lovely couple? Uh, I don't know. I just thought that made quite a nice ending to the mm. news story. Well, don't, let, don't let fact get in the way of that then. <laughs> Let's not. Um, it seems every week there's uh, somebody buying IDOS story, isn't there? Uh, yeah, but apparently this one is true. Oh, okay. Not many of them actually pay. Really? Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm excited about the sort of crossover games we might see. You know, like Tomb Raider RPG. Um, okay. And all, and all of IDOS's other IP re- reused in, in a creative way by its new... Uh, corporate masters. So, uh, so we'd have um, Hitman turn-based yeah. combat game type thing set in a fantasy world. Dragon Quest Hitman, where right. where you're a sort of um, stealthy chocobo who wanders around <laughs> the landscape, um, taking out villagers. Are you happy to give this sort of, this this sort of um, video game gold away for free on the on the airwaves? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah? I mean, admittedly, this is this is better than my website at this point, but, uh, <laughs> but quite a lot is. So I'm not under too precious. But do you think uh, they would keep the IDOS name if uh, Square Enix? Enix, Enix. What did I say? Square Annex. And then we're going to go over to to um, Australia for clarification on the pronunciation. Okay. okay. Uh, who do you think would uh, keep the name? Uh, Square. Square. Yeah, man. 
Really? So yeah. right, by, by buying IDOS? I think that makes him the boss, doesn't it? I so. Yeah, yeah. Although I like, I like the word IDOS better. Right. Than the other two words. Yeah, yeah. Square Enix also owns Tato as well. So in, in theory, they could be Square Enix IDOS Tato. <laughs> there you go, then. Sony is working on space-saving technology that will allow people to store games and films on the same disc. It's hoped that Blu-ray discs will be able to feature games and the film they're based on by the end of the year. Rumour has it that groups of, of obsessive compulsives worried about filing are opposing the move. Why won't that happen, Anne? Um, because it can't. Uh, Tom? Um, because, well, for quite a lot of reasons. First of all, uh, I, I think it was one person in one interview who said it. Um, it was um, uh, John Collar, who I think is a hardware marketing director in the US, and he said... Are you saying he's got an ulterior motive? No, I'm just saying that if you were going to announce that you were doing that, you would do it in quite a significant way, because it would be a big deal. Uh, if you're just saying, we're working on it, yeah, we might do it at the end of the year. And I also read the original report, and the thing that, they, that the report said was that... Uh, this technology was in development, but the actual quotes attributed to Collar didn't specifically reference it. So I, I think it's a bit of a red herring. And also, Erroneous news. Yeah, and, and also I, I just I think even if it did happen, it, it wouldn't be particularly useful in the way that, that people imagine because movie licences tend to come out at the same time as the cinematic release. So at best you'd end up getting a game and plus film bundle sort of further down the line, at which point they'd be reduced. You might as well bundle them anyway. Exactly. It's pointless. Uh, yes. Uh, and also that would have meant that the Batman uh, Dark Knight Blu-ray would never have come out. Yeah, and it wouldn't have had all of those wonderful... Oh, no, I was going to mention the extras, but uh, no points. Are you a fan? How does this idea strike you in theory, Christian? Uh, pretty terrible. Really? Yeah, who wants to spend... I mean, what would it be? To get a movie... Um, Blue, Blu-rays, Blu-rays cost, cost like, oh, video games cost about forty or fifty pounds, and Blu-rays cost about um, twenty or twenty-five. So what do they do? Charge you forty or fifty pounds or seventy <gasps> quid for a for a movie? Yeah. I mean, just for a disc, and then what if you tread on it? Exactly, that's both gone. And what if you live in Australia? You'd get neither, or or maybe you'd have one released a week before the other. I don't know. And finally, the game nominations for this year's BAFTAs are too long to list in this news story but here's a selection picked at random Prince of Persia is up for best action adventure We Fit for best casual Fallout 3 for best original score and One Life Left is nominated for best use of audio the last one is a lie our use of audio is average at best true really yeah uh, my use of audio at the moment um, can I just explain the initial problems with the teething problems we have because of the bike show um, I hadn't left the desk in a suitable state and we had a hurried changeover. Trying to trip us up. Uh, those of you that were, that are listening on Resonance, you'd have heard um, the bike show advocate piracy, <laughs> essentially, wouldn't you? And uh, he, said, he said laws? What laws? <sighs> That's a, it's Anakin. quite a broad interpretation, but I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's going off the rails. Uh, so the BAFTAs then. Uh, yeah. So Prince of Persia was your highlight, was it, Anne? It was the first one I looked at. Okay, then, well, you just uh, that's, that's, you got bored of the list. I looked down the list, I went, these are some things that are happening. Good. I hope they win. <laughs> all of them. All of them. I hope they all win. What did you think of the BAFTA nominations, Tom? Prince of Persia isn't the best anything. <laughs> really not. I, I know that some people like it, but I, I just thought it was terribly boring. What did you guys give it? Uh, I gave it six. Okay. Uh, so what, what, what would you like to see win uh, best, um, best Prince of Persia game? Um, best Prince of Persia game? Yeah. Sands of Time. It would be Sands of Time, wouldn't it? Christian, uh, did you uh, take note of the BAFTA nominations from afar? I- I'm afraid to say I didn't. Do you have an AFTA in Australia? I'm pretty certain we do have something, but okay. um, usually those lists tend to be reasonably terrible, so... 
we avoid them. Right. Uh, could we see any other t- categories, Anne, or, or not? Yeah. What else have we got? Um, best game. Oh, that's a good one. Call of Duty <laughs> 4. Right. Fable 2. Yeah. Fallout 3. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 4. four. It's like Sesame Band. Street, this, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Super Mario Galaxy. Right. That, that, the last two could do with numbers after them, couldn't they? Yeah, they really could. Um, right. Best game. That's, yeah. Casual. I'd... What? Best casual. Best casual. Uh, boom Blocks. Buzz, Quiz TV, Guitar Hero, World Tour, uh, Little Big Planet, SingStar Volume 2, and We Fit. It's interesting, because SingStar Volume 1 came out uh, in the judging period as well, isn't it? it the, the judging period's always really weird with BAFTA, though. So you have, like, Call of Duty 4, but not Call of Duty 5, even though some of the games that would be up for nomination probably came out after Call of Duty 5. We need to uh, investigate this, don't we? Did you also see that, uh, Keith, your mate Keith Chegwin? My mate Chegwin. Chegwin is, oh. is on the judging committee. Did you notice this? Yeah, well, you just told me. That's when I noticed well, it. Well, don't you think that would be... Uh, it would be quite difficult for him to judge anything, wouldn't it? No, he's made a game. Games expert. Mm. Yeah, sure, but doesn't Keith Chegwin love everything? Oh, yeah. He'd go, Prince of Persia, well, hey, that's best, best everything, wouldn't he? Best casual, all of them. Have you have you heard from him since he hit the big time? Um, no, but like the sugar babes, I lie in wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, check with all babes if you're listening. Email teamup1lifeleft.com. There you go, email all of us rather than Anne. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. <laughs> Wow. Wow, this is rocking. This is definitely this is definitely a Simon mix. Today. Do you think so? Yeah. So it's not it's not for me. Who's it for? It's not. Uh, what does this hearing this music make you want to do? Stop listening to this music. Tom's miming, which is good for radio, I know. Awesome. Well it's it's uh, it makes me want to hit things and, and do um, cheap sort of fireball combos and stuff. There we go, music is bad for you. Mm. They say video games make you kill. Music makes you... Two fireballs. Yeah. Uh, it's the theme from Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD. Yeah. Is that right? Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. Remix. There we go. Remix. As Leo Tan could have told us, that was for Leo. Uh, you can download the entire soundtrack for free. That's amazing. Of which that's just one song. 
Uh, you can download that from OC Remix, and I that's believe. That's legal, legal for free. Absolutely legal. Mm. Uh, See, so yeah, good, isn't it? That's really good. It's the menu select screen. So what it should make you do is is want to select a character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that game's out soon, and we'll be chatting that, a bit that, more. That's out now. Street Fighter Four. I was, all right, I was talking. Well, I was also thinking about Australia. It's probably not. It's, it's probably not out there yet. Is it? Right. Oh, okay. They're probably on. So it was there. a segue that I've ruined. They'll, they'll probably no, talk actually, about skipping it. Will they? Yeah. Well, just to bring you all up to speed. Yeah. Um, so welcome, Australian. Hello. Hello. Uh, so you're. How long have you been listening to One Life Left for? A long time. A long time. Yeah. How long? Um couple of years maybe right. and uh, mm-hmm. you and you you enjoy it? um do you think Anne looks uh lovely in person or is she, is she better or worse than than how you imagined she's amazingly exactly how i'd imagine because you can see photos of her yeah you can but clearly <laughs> they, had, they have the internet in australia don't they <laughs> hey. googling with search uh so thank you so much for coming on yeah you're very welcome uh would you say we're your favorite podcast in australia do, do they have australian games podcasts uh yeah we've got a game spot au Right? What's yeah. that like? I have only listened to it a couple of times, and I've skipped to the end. Really? Yeah. What, what happened? Um, they make a lot of ill-informed political comments. Really? That's yeah, weird. They're like the Knowles HQ of video gaming podcasts, are they? <laughs> yes. After what you told me, yes. Yeah, we've been uh, filling in Christian on uh, on uh, Knowles HQ, uh, which, if you've not seen, you've missed now because the series is, has ended, but uh, have a look on YouTube. Uh, so um, you've been listening to us for a couple of years. Uh, you're, you're clearly an avid gamer. What sort of stuff are you into? Um, uh, at the moment, it's a lot of uh, FPSs. Just uh, on a lot of games you First can pick up. Shooters. Yeah. First person shooters. <laughs> Very good. That's for all you, all you listeners you who don't who don't know anything about games. Sorry, yeah. go on. No, sorry. I, it's a lot of stuff that you can pick up quickly and haven't got time in Australia. No. Are you, they, are you you're, are you? What's what's the time there now? Are you are you ahead or behind us? Uh, we're ahead. It's six twenty tomorrow morning. There you go. I haven't got time because they live in the future. Yeah. So how come they get everything late? Yeah. I don't know. It's just insult to injury, isn't it? Mm. Basically. I think it's jealousy. Really? Yeah. What do you think we're jealous of? That we're in the future. Okay. We're jealous of, you, of your son, mm. your, your bronze good looks. Our sharks. What would you, who would you say the, um, the uh, worst offender is in terms of lateness? Um, uh, whoever put out rock bands. Really? EA? Mm. Uh, is it out there yet? Yeah. Okay, just. And did you all realise it wasn't worth the wait? Um, well, they put it out against Guitar Hero World Tour, didn't oh, they? That's a, there was no contest there, is there? Uh, no. no. Um, obviously, I do the PR for Guitar Hero World Tour. And I'm, I'm kind of joking. I think Rock Band's very good. Right? I think... I think <laughs> what? That's why, why are you looking at me? Because you were shaking your head when I was chatting. It was oh, an oh, easy way in, wasn't sorry, it? Yeah, yeah, it's because I was judging you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when we were chatting, see, so you think you're very much the, the forgotten territory when it comes to games. Is that right? Yeah. How, 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 how much do they cost over there? Um, well, about $110. So that's like se- £17 million? Pounds Is it? You can buy IDOS for that. Mm. Um, how does that compare to other stuff? Um, uh, well, everything's pretty expensive over there. You know what? We don't have anything cool like uh, you know your amazons and your plays where you get everything for like mm. a lot off the high street you basically just got to go and pay full price for it you just have a high street yeah pretty much we, we've got a couple of stores that tend to knock a little bit off maybe get it down to 90 dollars but no can you not go to the outback and and get it cheap knock off there i'd think that would be worse really yeah, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't venture out there have you not seen wolf creek 
No. <laughs> right. was that, that, was, that was a documentary I saw on the on the Australian outback, um, based on true events, apparently. Although, although it wasn't, was it? No, it kind of was. I think. Was it? Yeah. I'm definitely not going to Australia. Um, so you 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 split your time between Australia and I think you were over. You were saying you were over here once once a week for. Uh, at least twice a year. Twice, twice yeah, a year for twice. a week, yeah. and we're the same region as you, aren't we? Uh, for Blu-ray and well, your pal. Yeah. Can yeah. you can you buy our console games? Take them back. Well, I have my 360, and that's just my 360. It's English, so that works. Right. But so there's you beating the system. Yeah, all my portables are, but of course then there'll be the DSi, which is region-locked, isn't it? I think Tom revealed exclusively on One Life Left it was region-locked, didn't you, Tom? Mm, Semi-exclusively, you, yeah. You've certainly revealed... Well, I'm not even sure if you can reveal it. Oh, I, told, I told you. you, told, you said, he told us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's you going to be scuppered soon, isn't it? But do you find yourself picking up a load of gaming swag and, you know, shoving it down your trousers on the uh, plane and stuff? Uh, not so much anymore. Maybe we should, maybe we should make him do that. What do you think? I think you can get into trouble for that. What, for encouraging crimes? Yeah. Did you not hear the bike show? Well, we're going to get him we're, done. Well, it's lucky we're in here in the safety of this studio, because out there is biking anarchy. Yeah. They're um, doing wheelies and endos and bunny hops. and cycling with his hands on a bar. I know, but yeah, tweeting whilst he was riding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Uh, so, yeah, no, uh, but we were, we were talking about trying to make Australia like, more significant to the, to the games industry, didn't we? So um, what, how, how are we going to do that? What's our, what's our manifesto? Well, they... You don't need to answer. You're not Australian. No. Uh, oh, you get off I'm not. I'm going to offer some advice, Okay. Um, I mean, maybe you need some more, um, like, websites, Australian games websites, or more Australian podcasts to promote the Australian... I mean, because you need the promotion there as well, don't you? Okay, so we're going to start doing PR for Australia. Yeah. Okay, well... Sorry, go on. Don't you find the Australian accent really annoying, though? Wouldn't that be worse? Yours isn't so bad, is it? That's because no. I've been here quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we so can get the here. whole of Australia to tone it down a bit. <laughs> be here a bit, a, bit, a bit longer, you'll be talking like Dick Van Dyke, won't you, I guess? Well, they have started showing EastEnders over there. So, Do uh, they, they localise games for Australia? Uh, from, from English to Australian? <laughs> no. no. The closest <laughs> thing we get is uh, cricket with uh, guys on the front. They do an with, AFL with video com- game. With competent players? Um, no. no. Oh, not, not at the moment. Not at the moment, no. With pictures that work, of course, uh, which is a topical joke uh, if you're in the West Indies, which you may be. And if you're in the West Indies, why not write into. See what one left off, And maybe we'll see you on the show. Right, thanks, Mike Christian. Uh, we're going to talk to a man who always speaks the truth now. It's Derek. You're listening now to my Ethany So. You better pay attention or you won't follow what I have to say in this credit crunch time. Important information in my masterful rhyme. The market's in trouble and my sales are low. My shelves are all full, but none of it will go. I got a DS, a Wii, a PSP, and a Saturn 360 just in. Will it give an upturn? Everything online to make a quick sale Getting rid of those games before they get stale But left with no stock and not getting the trades So am I just left holding an ace of spades? I got the advantage in that I never stop spending But there's always trouble finding ways to compete And CX offer the best prices in town But to buy from them you're gonna need a loan I 
keep my prices low As cheap as online I just wonder sometimes If I'm wasting my time Not down to 15 quid on Far Cry 2 But then it had sat there for a month or two Online is so much cheaper than major retail So people think my offers are epic fail But they won't buy from me what they will from elsewhere I was just up the fiver for my copy of SingStar But then everyone suffers in this downturn Wonder when the bankers will ever learn Who will be left at the end of recession No CX in town would be a great blessing You know I want your money, that much is true And you know Derek Williams is the FME hero Oh, help out my free market carnal me So get out your wallets and buy something from me Thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, a little Derek. bit, little bit rappy. Yeah, very good as ever. Uh, Derek, um, Derek sent me a text during the show. That's nice. Yeah, um, it said one word. Shh. <laughs> Shush. Shut up. <laughs> Shush. Uh, it says yes, uh, which means uh, thankfully Derek Williams is, is our is today's show saviour. He's uh, recording the show for us. Today, oh, which thanks, means Derek. those that are on your commute at the moment, uh, those of you that are out and about jogging whatever, um, or doing that sort of thing, uh, you've got Derek to thank. So if you can uh, thank Derek, maybe, uh, personally, by writing into... Team at one Talking of which... It's the letters. I wish we could refer to what just happened, but it will seem a bit out of context to you iTunes listeners. Um, really should listen live, shouldn't they? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, letters. Uh, subject, hello team. Uh, subject, Leo Tam's challenge. Tam with an M. Spelled his name wrong, uh, so I think that was deliberate. Um, last week, Leo Tam set a challenge that he could beat anyone at Street Fighter 2. I'm willing to take up this challenge through the letters section. I've decided to be Chun-Li, and I will start by jumping diagonally up and to the right, a quick block, and then a spinning bird kick. I'll wait to hear Leo's response. Cheerio, says Ben Hall. Leo, Tam, if you're listening, uh, you've been challenged there. If you'd like to send your response into team uh, we'll continue the fight next week. Anne. Oh my God, I love you. But uh, if I, uh, no wait, I listen in Toronto, Canada while at work and listening to the streaming of episode 92, the head of IT and another colleague, yes, two of them, just came in and asked if I was uh, streaming something as there had been a huge dip in bandwidth and they had to, and they traced it to my workstation. As your show's Stills too much bandwidth from the company. I've been banned from listening to your show at work, which means I probably won't listen to you nearly as regularly as regularly now as outside of work. I tend not to be at the computer for long lengths of time unless I'm playing Sims or Kudos 2 or listening to digital radio while sleeping in on the weekend morning. When to be fair, I tend to listen to Adam, Joe, Jonathan Ross or old episodes of Charming. This American Life. Do we ask to hear that sort of stuff? Absolutely not. Uh, I know I'm only one listener and this might come off as a bit needy, but can you encode uh, the show smaller? I initially tuned in to hear Matthew but since have really grown to love the programme, the features, the music the super guests, Talia, jokes about Kieran Gillen and the news, sometimes the jokes are really good, they're always really good um, I would be very sad to give you up Kate Dixon Well, um, I'm sorry, I have to, I have to admit when, when I received that, that email I was slightly bewildered Yeah, I went 
I hope that's something Steve can do. Yeah, I'll leave it to Steve. Um, so we'll have to look into that. Sorry to hear your inconvenience, Kate. Tom. So, Oh My God, I Love You, again, part two. On further investigation, it seems that the show isn't that big to stream. I may have just been flustered by two large men coming into my tiny, cabin-like office to tell me to stop doing something. I have asked if it is okay just to download the show. So far, no reply. I will keep you updated. I'm sure you find this fascinating. Brackets, probably not. That was like a real-life soap opera. it was. Right, so so do we need to do anything? No, I think we need to wait to hear back from her to see if um, they've said yes. Okay, well that's 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 exciting. It, it, um, it, it ends on a uh, on a cliffhanger. Right, I've just got a quick one here. Uh, subject late but not forgotten. Brackets blame Stee. Um, it just says it's that time of year again. Happy birthday, Stee. Mm. Happy Valentine's Anne. Thanks. Happy ending, Simon. You'll what? get you, you'll get your gifts as soon as Team LLL are reunited. What? Says fake address. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that sounds quite intimidating, doesn't it? Um, I'm not sure I'm looking forward to uh, coming in next week, but... Um, I'm looking forward to it. it Maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll throw a sickie. Christian. Uh, subject, I'm back. Hi, I'm Steve Minton. You may remember me from such songs as I Need a Wii So Bad and Xbox Live Arcade. Some may even remember the long-running... Finding a Wife and Second Life theme tune. I've been away a while following the dream of Professor Game, or was it Dr. Watch, and trying to discover the secret of games. I didn't find anything, but in the meantime, I have managed to write another song, Please Find Attached. Unfortunately, I haven't managed in the past year or so to master A, singing, B, composing, C, audacity, or D, playing instruments. Still, I hope you like it. There we go. So if you've got uh, such um, an, an excellent form of self-promotion, uh, you want to send us things, you should email... Um, yeah, We enjoy reading all your letters and emails and stuff like that. Thank you very much. Now I'm going to play Steve's song. Ooh, ooh, alert, alert. What? Well, l- last time I was here, we played a song. <laughs> it went well, it went well. Everything was fine. Yeah, everything was, was fine. fine. Um, um, I'm going to play Steve's song. Uh, it's long. It's long. Um, and I was, like, I was just listening, I thought, well, we can't play all of this because we've got a packed show. I haven't mentioned either. We've got the three and a half minute Craig the Rage McClellan coming up. Oof. to play at the top of the show or maybe in the middle, depending on where you are. But um, if you're listening to this out and about, uh, I challenge you not to get to the last 20 seconds, 30 seconds and just not have an enormous grin on your face. So this is Steve Minton. This is a song about my favourite games right now And how I'd score them out of ten But don't ask about the PS3 Because I don't have one of them Zack and Wiki, such a wonderful puzzle game Wonderful puzzle game Challenging but fair the puzzles generally make sense Not like that time in Gabriel Knight 3 Gabriel Knight When you have to make a moustache From some cat hair and maple syrup This is my favourite game on the Wii right now I give it 7 out of 10 Don't ask me about the PS3 Because I don't have one of them He doesn't have a PS3 He doesn't have a PS3 Fable 2 comes next on the 360 On the 360 I'm getting really far 
Cause it's really easy I wish I could remember anything about the first game Anything about the first game But my memory's really poor poor. And I'm not getting all the references This is my favorite game on the 360 right now I give it a 7 out of 10 Don't ask me about the PS3 Because I don't have one of them He hasn't got a PS3 Oh no, he hasn't got a PS3 He really doesn't have a PS3 Trackmania DS is also lots of fun Also lots of fun Quite impressive for A racing game on that hardware And of course it's Big Brother on the PC On the PC Effectively it's free It's free And very entertaining This is my favourite game on the DS right now I give it 7 out of 10 Don't ask me about the PS3 Because I don't have one Sometimes I'll play golf Or maybe a frame of snooker But I've had both of these for some time For some time I'm looking out for something new Anyone got any suggestions? I haven't got a favorite game on the PSP I'll soon find something, I suppose Don't ask me about the PS3 Because I don't have one of those So would somebody please buy me a PS3 To keep the songs coming in is necessary For example, it is much more important Than getting one for and Scantleberry What did you think of that? Absolutely worth it. Annie Scantleberry. Oh, that was lovely. Maybe we could all try that ourselves now, could we? Yeah. Annie Scantleberry. Scantleberry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we do. Yeah, thank you, Steve. I told you it was long, but but as predicted, worth it. Steve, if you could have been in the studio, you would have seen Anne's face light up as her name was sung over. I think your mum's going to think about that. She's going to go mental. She's going to have that as her ringtone, hopefully. Uh, thanks very much. If you've got any letters, songs, anything you want to send in, please send them in to... Team at onelifelove.com. So, uh, Tom. Hi. Hi. You couldn't have come on the show uh, last week, could you? Uh, I couldn't, no. Why not? I was in a different country. 
Were you with... No, Steve was here. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, ma- I managed to avoid Steve. Basically, I came back Clever. Um, fr- from San Francisco to the UK when he left. Uh, so what were you doing out there? Um, what was I doing out there? I was seeing a secret video game. I don't think it is secret, is it? It's. I'm not allowed to say that I saw it. <laughs> Christian, can you try and convince Tom to... Uh, can you find out ways of getting Tom to tell you what he was seeing? Um. Oh, I give up. <laughs> Uh, no, so you're not allowed to talk about it for... Uh, two months. Two months. That's quite a secret, isn't it? That's yeah. a massive secret. That's even more of a secret than we have. Yeah. That's true, and we're talking about that next week, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, good trip? Yeah, it was really good fun. Uh, how long did you go out for? Uh, I was there from um, Saturday until Tuesday afternoon. Now, this is what is known in the trade as a PR junket, isn't it? Yes. 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 So A press trip. So what happens on these, Tom? Okay, uh, well, basically, uh, a group of uh, video games journalists um, who are united in their um, being commissioned to write about something uh, (laughs) depart from Heathrow Airport or or some other great temple of um, aeroplanes with the PR person and go to a foreign country and then kill a bit of time and then go to the game studio for a day um, or two days or whatever um, and see a presentation, do some interviews gather lots of important journalistic things to turn right. into the future when we get home. Did you And did you get all that stuff sorted? I did, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, and then we go out and get drunk and just wander around and spend money and stuff. So, um... So it's, like, sort of like, it's sort of like a, a holiday, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> do you spend what? your money on stuff? I do spend my money on stuff, See, yeah. Tom's one of the good guys. You see, I've taken people on press trips before, and um, they've just not turned up with any money whatsoever. I, I, I even had one games journalist who now is a publisher um, got his hair cut on the room service. <gasps> awesome. <laughs> uh, so uh, was there anything that you can chat about outside of the game? Was it, was it, any, was it eventful? Anything? Any, any gossip? Any gossip? Um, Did anyone well, get off with each other? Yeah, that's, that's uh, cut straight to it. N- yeah. um, no, although I did end up in a karaoke bar in Japantown with the um, Australian PR, Snezana, hi Snez, um, at two in the morning singing... Did you say Australian PR? Yeah. God, we've got a right theme this evening, haven't yeah, we? Sorry, yeah. carry on. Sort of singing, living on a prayer to Sort of singing. Of, well, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember being brilliant. Right. Sing, singing it to a bunch of um, Japanese businessmen and prostitutes. Nice. Yeah. Was that what you asked for? Um, <laughs> were they yeah. appreciative? They they were well into it, definitely. Mm. Do you Although get, I think they were preoccupied So you prostitutes. Anyway. So you get prostitutes to sing to? Yeah, I guess Somebody needs to sit down with you and explain how, how they work. You're supposed to... <laughs> beat them obviously oh. um uh, but uh so in, in in terms of the press trips that you've been on how, how does this one rank was it uh... this one was really i mean uh, it's always a slightly guilty pleasure because you're conscious of the fact that um well it's 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 a lot of uh money to spend on sort of sending you somewhere to see a video game when in theory they could you know just send you a disc and let you phone the people who made it right i, I, I don't actually i shouldn't have said that because now it's all gonna no more holidays um, for you but uh, mm. but it, it rated very well because it was with such a lovely group of people. Um, the, 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 it was like the who's who of polite and interesting people from, from the games industry. Excellent. Uh, we weren't there. Yes. <laughs> the bad in, uh, involved things like um, getting to the hotel at the other end, having not slept for 24 hours, and the PR sort of giving you your room key and then going, right, see you tomorrow. What, so you can't even get your hair cut? No, you can't get hair, can't get a massage. Can't, <laughs> get, <anything. laughs> yeah, can't get a crocodile for your bath. Really? <laughs> um, I heard about one where uh, one of the journalists uh, got his arm broken. And as the journalist was being um, carried into uh, the ambulance, taken away, because I think they were quite remote, mm. apparently the PR person was um, still trying to hand over the screenshot on a disc. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm not sure whether, oh, to ad- whether, whether to admire that or not. I know, I know some good ones. There was, what was another good one? Um, 
Well, uh, Patrick Garrett, um, famous former Eurogamer person who now runs his own website, Pat's Internet Diary, um, is is famous for all the things he used to do before he reformed and became a nice man. Um, such as, uh, well, actually, I'm not going to um, spill too much, but good ones in, that I can tell Yeah. And instead he found, Tattoos, uh, he found yeah, Gears of War. <laughs> uh, right, thanks for that, Tom. We could chat about that, but uh, time is pushing. We've got a three-and-a-half-minute Craig the Rage McClellan coming on for you. Uh, but first, we've got uh, Matthew Kumar. As Square Enix have finally seen fetch this Chrono Trigger in Europe for the first time on Nintendo DS, I thought it was a perfect time to talk about one of Square's most overlooked titles. So this week's best worst game we've ever played is Live a Live. Developed in the same period of creativity on the Super Nintendo that brought us games like Chrono Trigger or Secret of Mana, Live Live was never released outside of Japan, but it's available online as a fan translation. And unlike other RPGs, it doesn't just tell one story, but it tells seven. They span across history, from prehistoric cavemen, through feudal Japan and the Wild West, all the way to the future. Each of these kind of short, self-contained stories is a novella. They're fully contained, but they all work together to create a coherent whole. It's got a dated battle system, and even though I've just talked up the storytelling, it doesn't really reach even the modest highs we've come to expect now. But Level Live is uniquely different, and I think that's the reason that Square seem to have forgotten about it completely. And I think that's enough to make Level Live the best worst game you've never played this week. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks, Matthew. Was he being attacked by tinsel? I'm not sure what happened there. Simon. Right, okay, we're well, watching the new watching series Ross of, uh, of Lost on Sky, and it's really been frustrating me, and I'm beginning to hate it. Um, so I decided to play the game to see if I hated the game as much as I hate the show. And? Uh, yeah. It's really quite frustrating. Uh, so you're this guy who was on the plane and it's in episodes and you have to fight, you've lost your memory, you have to go and take pictures of things. So you're not, you're not Matthew Fox who lives life to the to, to the full all the time. With very smooth skin. Yeah. He can't ever let himself look tired. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm living life to the full. Like, don't we all do that? No, I live it to the half. Do you? Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so uh, you do actually have to talk to Matthew Fox uh, to get into the jungle. Um, What's his skin like? Grainy. Oh, dear, oh dear. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's kind of fun. I like that it's an episode and it does do a bit which goes previously on last and then it shows you what you did previously about a second ago. Um, yeah, but some of the things are annoying. I got, I got stuck in a cave and I couldn't find my way out so I turned it off. Right, so... Uh... It was realistic in the sense that it had the same effect on you as the TV show was yes, done. Yes, yes. Right, so it was, an, it was an accurate representation yeah. of the uh, intellectual property then. Yes, so congratulations. Okay, cool, that's a score. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Cool, um, I won't be playing that. Tom? Yes, hi. Hi. What have you been playing? I've been playing Shell Shock 2, Simon. Electric Boogaloo? Uh, sh- no, similar. Okay. Um, well, it's not at all. I just couldn't think of a funny thing to say. Right. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, Shell Shock 2. Um, I, I've already been quite rude about it on the website, so I won't be again, but um, it is shockingly incompetent. You're allowed to be rude. No, you're allowed to be rude on the radio. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, it, I, no swearing. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it would be a bad PS2 game. Right. Um, they've put zombies in Vietnam. Um, Vietnam looks like um, a sort of made out. I don't know. It's a mixture of trestle tables and, and sort of craft paper. Um, <laughs> so you, you get all these. Have you been there? No, but, but so you're right. Actually, I don't know if that's exactly. a, if that's an accurate depiction or not. I'm just basing my experience on you know documentaries and Apocalypse Now and things like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Or the, the is that a documentary? Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was the same thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it, it was actually filmed live. Right. Um, so. <laughs> 
basically the aiming's rubbish, the graphics rubbish, the uh, enemy AI is virtually non-existent, the level design is terrible, um, the sound is awful, like the, the sound of a helicopter reminded me of, I, d I can't remember what I said, it was, it's, uh, it's like a sort of chattering teeth, right? Um, and uh, it has virtually no redeeming features whatsoever. Score? Uh, 7 out of 10. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Christian? I've been playing Squad Commander on the PSP. Uh, and? Um, it's really, really easy until what I think is the last mission, then you just can't do it. I had a 24-hour plane journey in which to play this game, and yeah, nothing happens. And your plane didn't crash and break in half and go to an island that nobody <sighs> knew of, and now I, loads of people know of. Actually, it did, but I'm how Lost Ends. Hey! Yeah, oh, spoilers! God. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like you, you're, uh, you're... Your PSP lasted admirably then, did it? 24 hours? Um, it trickle charges off uh, um, USB, so my laptop was plugged in, you can plug it in the top, job done. Oh, I, I bet it's annoying, it's quite annoying sat next to you. Did you bring a widescreen TV in as well and some speakers? Yeah. Set up the whole thing. Uh, so have you finished that, that level yet? Uh, no. So how, how do you know it's the last one? Um, well, I, I kind of am It, might, it might just be the end of the prequel. Yeah, it might be, in which case I'm never going to get any further. I'm not, I'm not going to finish it anyway. Really? So that's it now? I'm going to write a full review based upon this, though. That's, that's reasonable ethics, I think. Um, okay, score? 7 out of 10. Good. Um, I've been playing Flower. What's that? Well, f well, what do you think it is? A game about gardening. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, actually, it is uh, slightly incorrectly named. Um, uh, it should be called Petal, I think. Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, it seems strange to me. Um, it's basically uh, Pac-Man cross, and it's a driving game without cars and wipe out without the annoying technical music. Um, it's an entry into the R Games art uh, question book, and the answer is still yeah maybe um it's really pretty um and you play a petal that's go around collecting other petals and stuff and drift and you control the wind and it doesn't have any instructions and it's quite it's beautiful and it's got ambient music and and stuff like that um i finished it first go right didn't you lose finish didn't, it in one go didn't lose any lives yeah uh, which makes me excellent at video games um and it's interesting because i've seen some people over twitter um instead we've got a twitter haven't we Oh yeah, uh, and it's on Twitter. Yep. Um, and yeah, I've seen some people there like describe it as game of the year. Would you get, put it up for a BAFTA? Well, I mean, obviously we would have to run that past Cheggers, wouldn't we? See what he yeah. thought of it. He thought it was well, hey. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was all it was all right, but you know, I, I think anybody who would give it. Um, I, I don't know. I think people have been seduced by the fact that it's quite an indie game, and and it's one of those things that people think that the PSN should be doing. Um, and you know, it's nice, and it's and it's it's a interesting. It's a, it's a it's a nice diversion for an hour and a half. But I think anybody who gives it over six out of ten is an idiot. So, um, what do you give it? Seven out of ten. Uh, so uh, that's what we've been playing this week. Now, ordinarily, uh, we would have Talia now, but even she has abandoned video games uh, temporarily. Mm. So, as a last resort, and I feel really uncomfortable doing this. Um, here's me doing. As seen on TV.
This weekend saw the end of Sky TV's Ross Kemp Goes to Afghanistan Again, Doesn't He? in which EastEnders' Phil Mitchell plays Ross Kemp, a TV presenter who goes to war so you can find out what wars are like when you're showing cameramen around them. Though the fighting in Afghanistan rumbles on, Phil Mitchell made it out fine. Things weren't so fortunate for Tiffany, who got run over by Frank Butcher driving a tank on New Year's Eve. One regiment gave Bianca a right roasting, meaning that no one will be sure who the father is in nine months' time. And carry on, Peggy Mitchell got all blowed up by a suicide bomber, who'd become all suicidal by watching too much depressing EastEnders. Ross Kemp goes to Afghanistan again, doesn't he? has been so successful, Phil Mitchell's been looking for some more things to investigate. And, you guessed it, the next few series will see the TV's hard man go all out into the world of games. Oh My God, Ross Kemp in Gears of War will see Phil Mitchell shadow Marcus Fenix, a former prisoner and war-hardened soldier. Early preview tapes show explosive scenes as Phil Mitchell copies Marcus Fenix's every move. Exposing the fragility of war, Phil Mitchell gets stuck behind some tiny walls, screaming something about how this is George Bush's fault, and if this was on PlayStation 3 it would be all rubbish, wouldn't it? It ends with him joining a rally against the colour brown, which apparently makes Space Marines all depressed in that. Sky One's Ross Kemp in Resistance Fall of Man on Sky One is challenging viewing. Surely scarred by previous adventures, Phil Mitchell openly urinates against the wall of Manchester Cathedral, shouting, If there is a God, may he strike me down now! When nothing happens, Phil Mitchell looks up at the sky and shouts, Coward! before pulling out an effigy of Phil Mitchell and an effigy of God, and kicking them both in because he's so tough that even a kicked in him could kick in God. Finally, Sky One's Sky One's Ross Kemp in Assassin's Creed is a 12-part documentary where every episode is identical in content to the previous one. Only some are set in Jerusalem and some are set in Damascus and stuff. But at the end of the show... Until next time. Do you like this one, Anne? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice, isn't it? What game's it from? Any of them. remix. That's what... Of the Marble Madness theme. Oh. You like it? Yeah. It's very nice. Um, I forget where I got that from. Uh, oh, yeah, OC remix. Obviously, um, I didn't play Sweet Child of Mine, uh, the D-Pad Hero remix. Maybe we'll play that next week. Maybe we'll still be back next week. Uh, we, right, uh, coming up shortly, three and a half minutes worth of Craig the Rage McClellan. Uh, we've got some unfinished business. Anne, uh, Tom bought you a card. Good. Tom, give Anne your card. There you go, Anne. McClellan.
Uh, we've got some unfinished business. Anne, uh, Tom bought you a card. Good. Tom, give Anne your card. There you go, Anne. Thanks. Uh, so it's got a dead child on it. Yeah, Is it a bit late? It yeah, a little bit late. Even, even the Australians know this. Wow. Is it, it's even late for Australia. Well, no, it's, it's definitely late for Australia. Yeah, you know, they're in the future. They're on Easter already. But, yeah. Um, so, are you grateful for that? Have you got anything in return for Tom? Yeah, there you go, Tom. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Recycling. Really nice card. Oh, lovely. Yes, happy Valentine's Day, Tom, it says. <laughs> oh, OK, we've got four minutes of show left, so we better push on. This is three and a half minutes of Craig the Rage McClellan. You lie back on your counterfeit Disney bedspread. A poorly rendered image of Donald Duck gazes at you, inches from your face. You're 31 years old, and no matter how much you furrow your brow or knead your bald fists into your temples or sob, or thrash and flail at the injustice of the world, you cannot fathom how you ended up here, alone and semi-erect, in a bedsit in Basingstoke on a Friday night. You slowly begin to work your way backwards through the tragicomic montage of humiliations, disappointments and broken ambitions that constitute your adult life. You cannot help yourself, despite your awareness of the obscene futility of the exercise. The past is foreign country. You've no currency, no rough guide, and no stash of condoms packed more out of hope than expectation, which will remain in the jupe wash bag your mum gave you for Christmas for another three years before you finally admit defeat and flush them one by one down the toilet in a moment of intense emotional clarity that feels like having your heart and libido pulled out through your anus. Make no mistake, life, despite what Ronan Keating says, is not a roller coaster. The initial title of that song was Life is a gradual and irreversible accumulation of indignities, regrets and non-learning, which will almost certainly end with you spitting, cursing and defecating uncontrollably in a hospital bed as your appalled family watch helplessly. The record company vetoed this title and a hit was made. That's not to say that there aren't moments to enjoy in life. Remote islands of joy in the enormous churning sea of ennui. Fleeting moments of relief when life stops kicking you in the nuts for just a second. Such as discovering that your favourite chocolate bar has been relaunched in a new flavour. But even this delight is short-lived, inevitably transitory. Kit Kat have already done dark chocolate, white chocolate, mint and orange. Where is there left to go? Next year it will be coffee flavour, and then what? A resumption of your lonely trudge towards the grave with nothing to look forward to but another evening of repeats of Top Gear on Dave or watching your own weeping reflection in the bathroom mirror. Could it be possible to take the whole of a human's existence and condense it into a single moment? To take the entirety of a life's experience and render it down to its simplest elements and then reconfigure it into one image that most elegantly represents that human's time on the planet and what he's made of it? Why is it that when I close my eyes the image that habitually returns is of my 16-year-old self, kneeling before a television set with the sound turned down, shooting protective glances over my shoulder as I clumsily palm myself raw over a repeat of Euro trash, the face of Antoine de Corne suddenly leering out at me as I reach my moment of release. What does that mean? Is that me forever? The essence of my life that will echo through the universe for eternity? Almost certainly. Human existence is a hideous hall of mirrors, endlessly renewing and regenerating itself. Like the video game Spelunky, remorselessly generating new ways to thwart you each day. 
you are not skilled enough of a player, you will lose. Three and a half minutes for Craig oh, Ray's returning there. Thank you, Craig. Right, Craig. Uh, we're almost running over, so we've got to wrap up quickly. No time for the uh, music. Christian, thank you so much for coming thank over you, from Australia. Christian. Thank you very much for having me. Tom, thank you so much for coming over thank from you, the Tom. internet. No worries. And thanks for being at my thank side. You, uh, thanks, Simon. Okay, we've been one life left. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.